Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dear Heart Podcast. I'm so glad you're here with us today. Happy November. Can you believe that we are nearing Thanksgiving? We are nearing Christmas. These are some of my favorite holidays. I don't know how you're feeling, but I am jazzed about this season. I am excited and expectant about time with family, with friends, about um, just celebrating time together with people that I love, time with Jesus and celebrating his birth. This is an exciting time of year, so I am thrilled that we're jumping into it. Now, this week we've been studying the last Adam. This is, an, this is a study of God that has really challenged me, challenged my heart, and it's kind of been a new area for me to study. So I've really enjoyed writing these devotionals and jumping into this podcast with you today. So without further ado, let's jump into our scripture for today. Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 7, and Philippians 2, 5 through 11. Now the serpent was the most cunning of all the wild animals that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you can't eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the certain serpent, We may eat the fruit from the trees in the garden, but about the fruit in the middle of the tree of the garden, God said, You must not eat it or touch it or you will die. No, you will certainly not die, the serpent said to the woman. In fact, God knows that when you eat it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. The woman saw that the tree was good for food and delightful to look at and that it was desirable for obtaining wisdom. She took some of its fruit and ate it, and she also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew they were naked, so they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus, who, existing in the form of God, did not consider equality with God something as something to be exploited. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant, taking on the likeliness of humanity. And when he had come as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even to death on a cross. For this reason, God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Today, we're examining the difference between Adam and Eve's focus and Jesus's focus. I want you to note a few differences in their stories. First, in Genesis, the serpent told Eve, you will be like God. And she liked that idea. But in Philippians, we hear that Christ didn't consider equality with God as something to be exploited. In Genesis, Eve looked at the tree, saw that it was good for food and delightful to look at, and that it was desirable for obtaining wisdom. In Philippians, Christ emptied himself and he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Do you see how their focus affected their choices? Eve was focused on what she didn't have. Jesus was focused on God and others. Eve wanted more and more while Jesus was satisfied to be a servant of others. Eve took what she wanted 
And Jesus gave everything he had. These choices brought about vastly different consequences. Adam and Eve's choices to eat the fruit from the tree invited sin and death into the lives of humanity. Jesus' choice broke the power of sin and death. He was and is the only one who's able to bring salvation and redemption to us. He took our punishment and gave us peace with God. Praise God for the last Adam, Jesus Christ, and his focus on the kingdom and his love for us. Let's pray. Father, today we just confess our sins. We are broken people in need of a perfect God and perfect Savior. And Jesus, you did that. You came. You rescued us. And Father, today we stand before you needing your forgiveness, needing your grace again, asking for your mercy, an undeserved gift. We thank you, our last Adam, for your love for us, that we know that you will always be there. You are always quick to forgive. You are so patient with us and kind. Thank you so much. We love you. Amen. Now, our challenge today stems from John 3.16. It's a benchmark verse in the Bible, and it earned that spot because of the direct truth it carries. Let's listen to it being read. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that anyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Jesus loved you so much that he left heaven, laid down his life, and he took God's wrath for your sins. This is grace. It's his grace. I'm going to share a few biblical definitions of grace, and I invite you to ponder these today. First, God gives you what you don't deserve. Another definition of grace is a spontaneous gift from God to people or a generous and free, totally unexpected and undeserved gift. Grace is also known as the love of God shown to the unlovely, the peace of God to the restless, the unmerited favor of God. And finally, grace is also known as unconditional love towards a person who does not deserve it. Think about these definitions today. Think about what grace means for you. To God be the glory.